Welcome back to the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives you, the listener, the tools, the tactics, the training, and most importantly, the confidence so you can go out there and get yourselves direct bookings. I love to do a mini series on this podcast where we talk to services and businesses that you need to know about as a operator, as a host. And today we're talking about AI. I know AI is buzzing in the communities and we get to see it on the Facebook groups and things like that. Today, we're diving in with a, a co-founder of an awesome business that you need to know about, something which is uh, going to be awesome, especially for 2024. So let me welcome along. We've got Sam Dundas. And as I say, he's a co-founder. The company itself is called Bestie AI. And uh, we're going to dive into all their services. We're going to talk about AI. And you're going to get some good value on this podcast. So stick around for the next 20 or 30 minutes as, as we dive into that. Welcome along, Sam. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So Sam, can you give an elevator pitch? What is Bestie AI? Yeah, so um, at the core, we're a guest communications app, uh, plugs in directly with any of your property management systems, and then gives any operator the option of turning AI on autopilot. So anytime a guest message comes in, have Bestie automatically respond based off everything it knows about that listing. So past conversations, saved replies, amenities, descriptions, and then give instant answers to guests in your tone without you having to do anything. Uh, and on the other end, we give hosts the option to have some controls. So instead of it going off and just taking the keys and handling guest conversations, you can just draft messages uh, directly in your PMS inbox without having to add another app or another third-party inbox, all directly within your PMS, just to speed up the communication process. And then on, that's the guest communication side. And then we built an entire suite of operating tools as, as using AI as the foundation, we'll do things like generate extra bookings for gap nights, monetize early check-in, late check-out, and all of those quick wins that you may do manually right now, all powered with these large language models uh, where you just kind of set it and forget it and let it, and uh, that's, that's a good. I mean, it sounds amazing. Like um, I definitely want to dive more into that sort of stuff. But before we do, can you just talk us through the kind of history of the business? I know a lot of AI businesses uh, are, are quite nude in general, but can you talk us through why did you decide to solve this problem for the industry and the history of the business? Yeah, so we're pretty new. Um, so I a little bit of backstory. I've been a property manager myself for about two years. Um, most like similar to most people, started with a few, um, met a few people along the way and started managing their properties. So I have a portfolio of 35 properties across, funny enough, Germany randomly, which was a whole other story. And then in Canada, and my co-founder and I, we actually worked at a different AI startup before in the e-commerce space, working with big brands like Peloton and, and helping them optimize the product photos that they sell, that they use to sell online. Obviously, photos are a big part of the buying journey. And so we were leveraging a lot of the same AI that people are using in this industry, but for e-commerce. And then about six months ago, as my property management business was growing, we found that there was a huge opportunity to apply the same kind of AI into the STR space. So basically in August, we decided to pivot businesses completely. Uh, in the first month, we signed up about 2,000 listings around the world just with a really scrappy early version of the product. And then we've been working closely with them. You know, our average user has anywhere between 50 to 150 properties. So really targeting the professional users. But of course, we have users that have 5 to 15 to 20 as well. And that's kind of what dovetailed into that. So we're about six months into the business now, just over 10,000 listings in the platform. Uh, and they're all using it for a variety of use cases, like I said, either the guest messaging front or on just the operations. Because some people say, you know, AI is great, but I'm all set. It's high touch communications I want to do with humans. But then there's a lot of quick wins they can do leveraging our automations. Uh, some things that you wish were just in your PMS, but they're not. And that's where we <laughs> kind of do them for you. 
That's really cool. And I love how fast this growth is because, you know, like to have 10,000 listings six months in is is cool. And I know so many times when I go to events and talk to other hosts, they that one of the questions is what AI can I put in my business? How can I save myself time or save myself potentially my first hire? And AI is a great way that everybody listening to this right now should be thinking, well, am I implementing AI into my business currently? If not, then how am I best to do that? And of course, this is what your product solves. So at the moment, when it comes down to how it helps hosts, obviously, I know we've touched on on a lot. So what what does a host physically have to do? How much work is involved in in kind of onboarding and that side of things? Yeah. So a, a core tenant to our business is that there's so much information provided through the property management system, through their pretty robust APIs, that our whole goal is that you can just get signed up in like one minute. So the traditional hook up your API key. And then what happens is our system will go through each listing and generate a knowledge base. So it basically gets up to speed really quickly with all of your listings, all of your communications, your tone, everything you can think of that if you were to just hand your PMS to a person <laughs> and tell them, learn everything about my operation, that's what we do on the back end. And then, you know, if you have two or 300 listings, it can take up to 24 hours to first sync up. You get an email and say you're off to the races. And then you go in and start adding some of the automations um, that we have. And I can dive into a bit more of those features. But the best way of thinking about us is that you have two buckets. You know, one bucket is all the things you're currently doing that are really time consuming. So guest messaging, you know, updating listings, like things that you do all the time that just take a lot of human inter interaction. And then all the things that you're just not doing because they're cost prohibitive. So, you know, we have, we've built a lot of our automations around things that would just be way too much time. Like you're not going to get a staff member to go into your calendar every day and check at the availability and play Tetris with your listings. If you have multi-type listings and which ones should go where, and should I send offers to these guests and which ones want to check in early, things like that. So there's this whole other category of things that now that you can leverage these large language models to do a lot of that heavy lifting, it unlocks a whole suite of new things that you're just not doing because you just don't have the time or it's too, you know, it's too repetitive or it's too inconsistent. Um, so that's kind of the two things, generally speaking, but I'd love to dive in, you know, really specifically to some of those things. Because I do think there's this part in the industry where everybody rolls their eyes when they hear AI at this point. It was really exciting and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening and innovation. But when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, like what can I actually do? Um, and so I'd, I'd yeah, be happy to chat more about you know, yeah, some of it. Definitely. Before we do, I think one of the issues is, like you say, because there's kind of this massive buzz around AI, people switch off to it because they might have had one experience with one early kind of AI or one early kind of, uh, they might know like chat GPT is everywhere and they might have used it and went, oh, I don't like it. So therefore I don't like AI. And what would you say to the people who have had a kind of experience where they go, you know, I don't think AI is for me. I just don't like it within my business. What would you say to those people? Yeah, I would say there's one metric um, that we're really obsessed about and that's like time to value. So if you're evaluating any AI tool measured by how many minutes do I have to invest in this, plugging this thing in and playing around with it until I see the first very measurable ROI. So whether that's guest communications is how fast am I starting to get those messages written up for me? You know, are they, are they good? You know, it's one thing to generate them, but you can see AI hallucinate. So how good are they? How fast does it take for this thing to generate me an extra booking? And so our, our core metric is time to value. And so I would just recommend anybody who's had maybe a negative experience or something, if you give us just like, you know, 10 minutes, you know, two minutes to sign up and then eight minutes to just chat through the platform, then we're pretty, uh, we're pretty adamant that you're going to see really quick 
um, you know, quick wins um, that will elevate your business in a bunch of different ways. It's one of those things where a few years ago, it, all the kind of like mentors and coaches were talking about leverage, how you can perhaps get uh, staff or VAs, virtual assistants, stuff like that. Whereas, like you say, the quickest way to save time is to get rid of some of those repetitive tasks and some of those things which you can um, use AI for, which is is perfect for it. And um, yeah, I, I completely agree that ultimately the return on time invested is is just huge if you're putting it into the right places. And um, yeah, I love the sound of that. So talk us through some of these features that you've mentioned. Um, talk us through how they work. Yeah, so the one we're most excited about, uh, which I think makes us a lot different than I think this large wave of AI communication apps, which seem to be like the low-hanging fruit, kind of obvious use case for AI. A big thing that's happening in other industries that's starting to come into the short-term rental space is that because these property management systems already, everyone knows they connect through APIs and there's all these things happening in the back end. Even myself, we don't really fully understand the extent of how everything works. We just know we plug this in, it'll talk to each other. You know, my Breezeway is talking to my PMS or my Price Labs is talking to my calendar, but they just do something in the back end. Um, so the one thing that we're really uh, most excited about is, is Copilot. So the idea with Copilot is that we've trained a GPT model, so just ChatGPT, and then hooked it up to all of those API points in your property management system. So what you can do is instead of going into, let's say you want to change a cleaning fee on 50 listings, the current solution is go into the PMS, click on a listing, go through all the fees, add it, adjust it, whatever. Uh, you'll just be able to talk to our chatbot internally, our co-pilot chatbot and say, hey, for all of my listings in Los Angeles, please adjust the cleaning fee to $200. It's going to run. It's going to actually write code to the API, complete the task, and then send you a message saying, hey, that's done. So that's a really simple example, but we can go kind of off the deep end of some of the crazy stuff that it can do. And that's, we think that generally speaking, when I talk to a lot of property managers and they think, how can I, for example, booking direct is a huge ter term for people to get that extra margin on direct bookings and build a better direct relationship. We're talking about like marginal improvements, like between getting a bit of extra money on bookings. But I think like the most exciting thing in the industry right now is that when you start connecting these really intelligent large language models directly to your behind the scenes PMS API, you're going to be able to talk to it to do anything, you know, whether it's cleaning, changing cleaning fees, whether it's writing listing descriptions. Well, hey, Airbnb came out with a new amenity. Looks like you have this, but you didn't think to click it on. We're going to find that. We're going to click it off for you or, you know, updating titles. So there's a lot of things that you, anything you can do directly in the PMS, you'll be able to do basically by talking to a chatbot. Um, so that's our core foundational feature that I think makes us much different, but I can speak to some of the other stuff that we have on the go as well. No, that's really cool. There's something which obviously I get to speak to a lot of people in the industry and it's something which I haven't seen before and I'm excited about as a host because we just don't get time to necessarily go in and do all this stuff. If there is a way of making that faster, then it's a win-win, right? So um, it just just makes sense. That sounds amazing. And I love the fact that you've mentioned what makes you different and differentiates you guys from say some of the competition, which are, we've seen it a few times now, where it is just a um, communications type type bot, basically on that side of things. So what does this look like from a guest side of things? Is there, does it do that guest side of things as well? Does it, do guests know they're talking to a bot basically at times? Yeah. So we have the option, of course, when it comes to guest communication that um, you can say, hey, by the way, you're talking to an AI bot purpose of this is before any message goes out, you can have it prefixed with, 
hey, we might be out of office right now, but this can answer anything. And you can ask it if it's like, what's the code to get in, Wi-Fi, you know, restaurant recommendations, things that I think when it comes to guest experience, I know as a guest, uh, getting the information as fast as possible is really important. I don't know if I care too much that it's an AI, but it's sometimes people want to just give them the heads up so that they can at least be transparent about um, the authenticity. <laughs> um, but I think that um, the, you know, the interesting thing about guest communications is that it it's an obvious like improvement, but all of these established operators already have, whether it's virtual assistants, whether it's onshore teams, that was like one of the biggest problems they already had to solve. So when we go to these large operators, they're kind of like, okay, maybe I could save them some time or get slightly better response quality or something, but it's not a game changer because mm -hmm. they, you know, expenses are low and the, the systems are already set. So that's why we said, okay, it's going to become table stakes that even the PMSs themselves have these integrations. Like maybe you've seen Hostaway has a little AI button where you can generate messages. I'm sure some of the other ones are, are working on similar things. So that's why we're like, okay, that's going to be a table stakes feature that we have to do really well. Um, but we're going to have to focus on all these ancillary things that might not even have to do with guest communications that are going to be the reason why you're going to add yet another app. Because <laughs> then there's this you know, kind of fatigue around how many apps and your software spend and that kind of thing. We don't want to be just like another plugin that you have to worry about. So if you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. What are the limitations then around this? As in, is there is there stuff which it just won't ever be able to do as well as a, as well as a human? Or can you see a stage where you know, literally it will be able to do most of, of what we need it to. Yeah. So I think like in the immediate future, you know, anything that involves the physical world. So of course these edge case things like, you know, the hot water's not working or I can't get in or the very high urgency things where at the end of the day, it's just a machine. So it can't be that helpful. Um, so that's kind of the, the local maximum of what the AI can do where it, it's just not useful beyond that extent. So thinking longer term, what we want to be able to do is because everything's in your property management system, you have your maintenance people and you have your operations people, being able to use the AI is kind of like a triage. So guests notifies, it says they can't get in. Instead of in the future, instead of involving the host right away, it can ping a message to that dedicated maintenance person and say, hey, can you swing by this unit? But then that maintenance person needs to communicate back and say, can I show up between 2 to 4 p.m.? Well, Bestie will take that, send it to the guest and say, is it okay if they come between 2 to 4 p.m.? Guest says yes, goes back to the maintenance person, and it's good. So when you actually boil down some of the issues that do involve physical world intervention, most people just go, yeah, no chance the AI can do that. That's true right now. But over time, we want to actually drill down into those really specific edge case things and actually start to trust the bot to do things like that as well. That being said, you know, that the amount of value that's going to add for those small edge cases at the moment, we'd rather just build a, you know, industry standard, very reliable, very solid for the 85% of use cases around guest messaging. But then there's a lot quicker wins that we can do that are just going to help elevate your business as far as extra book nights, extra upsells and things like that, that, that our engineering time is best spent to do those things that won't involve mm -hmm. trying to interfere with something that doesn't need to be overcomplicated with AI at the moment. So longer term, I think so. For now, I think there's definitely a local maximum for 
for gas communications with AI. That makes sense. I mean, instantly as, as you're speaking there, I get excited. I used to be in a former life work in electrical um, shop as a manager, and I basically used to look at all the smart home stuff. And at the time it is in its infancy, you know, like, as in, wow, you can operate lights off, a, off an app and stuff like that. But I can definitely see a time in the future where when you've got like an AI assistant that can talk to maybe the smart home part, which can even turn on the heating, you know, it just knows there's a guest coming in. You don't have to physically do it. You can just, the, the AI knows the guests are coming in, the heating can be on for when they walk in, maybe some of the smart type products. So the TV could be on saying welcome when they come in and stuff like that. So you, you can see a time in the future where that sort of stuff, you know, some of the kind of back to the future type type stuff becomes reality, but yeah, for now, I completely uh, agree with you that those situations that we come across as hosts, 80% of the time uh, is, is the same sort of situation. So, you know, it's, it's having that 20% of what the product needs, which will help 80% of, of, of hosts, which is, um, yeah, completely. So, uh, and on that note, so I was just going to say the cool thing is, I mean, as we move towards more and more connect, like interconnectivity between these devices, you know, the AI finding out that the person can't get in, that's just one API call to your smart lock system that just goes, hey, override and remote unlock, yeah. don't even involve the person. Like the cool thing is the more of these de devices get connected and people move towards smart home devices, that will eventually be something that we can do in triage. But for now, yes, I think that the property manager still needs to be involved when it comes to things that might turn from a five-star to a one-star experience. Yeah. I mean, this is it's so exciting. such an exciting industry to be part of. What, what do you say is the biggest challenge that you guys have got as a sort of software and, and that side of things? What's the biggest challenge at the moment and or what has been the biggest challenge and how are you planning to overcome it? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, completely uh, transparently, because it's only been about six months, our philosophy has been very like, um, we're, we're trying to take a longer term view on how we're going to impact the industry. And, and we really want to become a, a default player so that you have your core PMS, you might have your core price optimization, you'll have your direct booking engine that you rely on with you guys, which I know you do a really good job at. And then you're going to have this kind of AI operator that understands the operation and does everything. Um, and so at the moment, because we're relatively new, what we've been doing is working with these larger operators, not focused necessarily on trying to switch them over to these you know, expensive paid plans and push them on from free trials to getting on, but rather say, hey, we're just going to send this to you. We're going to give you full access to everything. You're going to tell us everything that works, everything that doesn't, and we're going to work with you directly to actually uh, figure out what we need to build. So our, our product roadmap is 100% de dedicated to the needs of our biggest users. And the cool thing is, by, by definition, the larger the operator, the higher likelihood that their problems are also going to be the problems of smaller ones because they've mm -hmm. spent so much time optimizing all these little things about their business that maybe if you only have 20 or 30 properties, if you're using a system like us, you're going to be able to benefit from all the things that we're building for these larger operators. So as you scale, we've already covered that. So I think our biggest challenge now is just getting those feedback loops um, and building the features. Honestly, I think our biggest constraint is engineering. We have a, a great team of engineers that are going as fast as they can, but constantly people asking us about new PMS integrations. When are you going to be able to do this? When can you connect to this app? So I think it's just if we could pause time and build it in a vacuum, that'd be awesome, but we can't. So that's how we've kind of hedged our, our system where, yeah, we're newer. So we're going to work with you as a partner. We're going to build something that just is a must have versus saying, hey, try this thing out for a month and then go try another app. Mm -hmm. uh, we really want to build those long-term relationships. And so that's kind of how we're designing the product. That's really cool. And um, as a software, talking from a Boostly point of view, as a software sort of company that 
exactly that kind of time. We, we've spent time building up API connections and, and things like that over a period of years. And eventually, uh, building those sound relationships and sound foundations is is what what, what helps, isn't it? So, um, yeah, that sounds really exciting. Talking of exciting, what what are you excited about happening within the hospitality industry, either for uh, best EAI or or just in general? Yeah, I mean, I honestly think that we, because our every single day obsession is the practical application of this of these large language models. So when you hear LLM or large language model, it's essentially analogous to ChatGPT. But you have all these mega cap companies, you know, that are doing the same thing. Facebook with with Llama. You know, you have uh, Amazon and Anthropic. You have all of these, the biggest companies in the world competing to build the best possible reasoning engines. And what happens is when you follow that, that trickles down into the inter enterprise businesses and then into small and medium businesses and then different verticalized industries. And where I'm getting with this is that what I haven't quite seen yet and what I think the, the vast consensus within the short-term rental space, hotel space is that you know, AI is essentially just knocking at the door right now. And this whole, it, like when we talk about AI messaging or some of these automations, it's really like 0.1% of the capabilities of what these things are capable of, right? But to us, it seems like 100x. So what, what I'm most excited about, and this is what I was saying before, is that people are like, just, just like obsessed with how can they get just slightly higher conversions, slightly higher, like everything is on the margins. But we're literally talking about a, a computer that has the IQ today of 130, like it's passing the LSATs. So can you imagine a world like thinking, and that's all in the last year, right? So these things are getting, you know, just astronomically smarter and better. When we when we talk about what we were thinking was with Copilot and the fact that these LLMs will learn about your operation and be able to talk to other apps and do things for you, I think what I'm most excited about is people, and I, I, not to their you know discredit, but People, I don't think it's fully set in because the, the apps are new as well. Just the sheer impact that this is going to have. This isn't like a nice to have, oh, this will maybe help me in 10, 20% of my business. Our theory is that like, we think that 90% of the day-to-day -day operations, messaging, owner communications, owner statements, you know, fielding new inquiries from new owners, building the business, all of these things are going to be chunk by chunk taken on with AI and like zooming. I don't even know how we would, but zooming two to three years from now, I, it's impossible for me to imagine how fast and how good it's going to get. And so I think that's what I'm most excited about is kind of the uncertainty of how good it's going to get and then how that can actually apply tangibly to these operators and, and building it alongside these operators. It's like you talk to any of our customers, you know, we have this big Slack channel. We're basically pushing new features every couple of weeks and we're just getting started, you know? So imagine where we're going to be in a couple of years. So I say, I think generally if I were to sum it up, I guess a long story long is that it's just that the sheer impact that AI is going to have specifically on an industry that's tied to all of these softwares that are already talking to each other makes it the perfect candidate for something that's going to have the highest impact. I kind of make the equivalence to like Uber going from having drivers to just going fully autonomous. That's not going to save them 10 or 15%. That is literally going to dominate the entire thing. And I'm not saying we're going to replace property managers because those are, at the end of the day, the people that have the relationships with the owners and they need to operate. But I just think that people have no idea how big this is going to be. And I'm I don't say that to be disparaging. They know, but I don't think they know to the fullest extent how, how big it's going to be for their operation. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I mean, that's infectious, the excitement as well. I, I I hadn't thought of it in those terms of just how big this this could get. And ultimately, like you say, we're we're one year, just over one year into the first versions of, of, of AI in general. One question, just going slightly off tangent, is 
as as a host at the moment, I wouldn't know where to begin with a software company like an AI based software company. How did you make that mindset shift from you know being an SDR host to diving into uh, effectively a, a software company? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is like um, meeting the host where they are, um, and I, it, like really granular. I'll give you an example. Like for our two, um, we're integrated with Guesty and Hostway at the moment. If you turn on the AI messaging, uh, we want to make it not like you have to completely reinvent the way you do things, but just like literally your entire team is going to be in that unified inbox every day. Instead of starting from scratch for each message, we're just going to generate a draft. <laughs> so like the impact to your team, they don't have to do anything. They just add this Chrome extension and then magically the draft is going to appear. There's a little summarize button. They can summarize the chat. They can see the current sentiment of the guest. They can make the draft longer or shorter, change the language, make it more formal, less formal, all of those things. But basically giving them, meeting them exactly where they are. And then essentially, if we need to, working kind of hand-holding them through the more advanced things, but not expecting that they're just going to go from nothing to the super advanced system that they don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest step, the biggest way of successfully just coming from, you know, a tech forward operator, I've always been really like in love with software and innovation and that kind of thing. So I've been a very, I've been a very high context user, but to the average person that's not as familiar with it, I think the importance is just doing things incrementally. It's like, okay, great. You've been using this for a couple of weeks. Do you want to try autopilot? Let's say you want to try autopilot for when you're out of office, just turn it on from 9 PM to 6 AM or whatever, and let that run for a bit and then gain trust there. It's like, okay, do you want to try one of our automations that will help generate extra nights booked between reservations for gap nights, for example? Yeah, sure. I'll try that. You know what I mean? But the idea is that something you set up once, you get comfortable with the parameters, you turn it on, and then you see the results. I think that's the nature of the relationship we've had with a lot of our users. Nice, nice. So one question we love to ask everyone, obviously here at Boostly, we talk about direct bookings and uh, we just talk about tips in general. Is there any kind of tips or things that have helped you on your journey that you'd love to share with the audience? Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that... Um, I will say one thing uh, just off the top of my head that um, the cool thing is uh, if you're just like a blank slate operator that hasn't done anything in the AI space, I think us and a lot of the other softwares that are emerging in this category, they all have a similar value prop in that they really want to make it easy for you to try. And I, what I always encourage people is that like you kind of can pick an option call on which one you end up liking the most. But the switching costs and the time to implement is very low lift. Um, so I think like the cool thing is, and these app marketplaces are growing and growing and people like us are always happy to talk to hosts. So I would just recommend like as much as you're interested, trying everything out. You know what I mean? Like we have people that I'm sure have tried us and have gone to them and vice versa. And eventually there's going to be category leaders. But even if you look at the most mature categories in this space, like price optimization, you know, or even PMSs themselves, relatively similar in some cases, commoditized features, but it comes down to personal preference and the relationships you have with each of those vendors. So I would just, I guess my only advice, as much as I'm able to give advice for somebody who's been in the space as a vendor for six months, would just be to try everything. Uh, and then, be, you know, just, just give everything a, a shot. And I think people do that naturally, but everybody kind of has their own edge and their own thing they care about. And so it'll just be a matter of what resonates with you the most. And I think being transparent about your roadmap and how fast things are going to be delivered and what things aren't going to be delivered and that kind of thing is is something that's really important as a vendor. But overall, I have to say, try everything and and uh, and negotiate <laughs> negotiate with your vendors. I like that. And I think it's great advice. I mean, one of the things which I always say is when somebody goes, what is the best software to do, insert whatever it is, 
I actually say, well, it'd be like me asking, what's the best automobile to drive? What is the best brand? And you'd get a different answer from 10 different people on the street because what they need will be different and their personal preferences will be different. And that's the same with the software, right? Is that if you go and try softwares and there's no harm in at least taking them for a test drive, is there? Do you know what I mean? So ultimately it's, it's good to go and try and find the thing which which fits with you and your business. So I think that's great advice. So I'm going to throw the mic open, Sam. How can we find out more about Best EAI? Uh, where should we go? Who? Where should we follow? And are there any events which you want to mention that you're going to be at later on in the year? Yeah, so um, we're get getbestie.ai is our website. Um, so there's it's funny, there's this like completely unrelated WhatsApp companion app called bestie.ai. That's not us. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't get the domain. So we're getbestie.ai. You can check us out there. Or if you want an AI companion, you can go to bestie.ai, but that's not me. Um, and so that's our website. Uh, we're on social, on Instagram as well, getbestie.ai. And as far as conferences, we'll be uh, exhibiting at the STR Wealth Conference in February in Nashville. We'll also be giving a, a presentation there. I think we're going to try to generally speak more about uh, general applications of 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 how you can use AI, mainly just ChatGPT, like what are quick wins you can do without using our tool, not pushing or you know talking our book too much, but generally like what you can do today, you know where it's all going. Speaking about some of the kind of themes we talked about about how big this is going to be. This isn't like a flash in the pan. I think this deserves the hype. That's why there was a lot of hype. Some things deserve it. Um, so I think talk generally about those trends. And then, of course, we'll be at the VRMA International later that year. And I'm actually looking for for other conferences later this year, all throughout the year. I'd like to go to as many as possible. So those are the two that we have confirmed um, for sure. But hopefully we'll we'll be able to be as many as, as we can get our hands on. Cool. So if you're listening to this and you've got an event, a conference, a podcast, whatever it is, reach out to Sam because, you know, he can, he's a fantastic guest and uh, can talk about all things AI. And uh, I've, this has been really fun, Sam. The, the thing that I've got from this, first of all, is the excitement, again, about AI. I think I was maybe one of them people before this conversation who went, you know, oh, there's there's so many of them, it's, it's, it's hard to get excited. But actually, it's reminded me that, hey, this is going to change especially our industry where there is so much tech involved. And then also the differentiation with Bestie and AI that you've got, because the fact that it can look at those applications, the things that you need to do as a host, and that can save you so much time, is definitely going to stay with me. And hopefully it's going to stay with you if you're listening to this. Is the link for uh, getting more information is going to be in the show notes. So if you're watching this on YouTube, have a look underneath. If you're listening to this on the podcast, click the information and you'll see the link so you can go and find out more. And um, yeah, Sam, this has been so much fun. Thank you for, for joining me today. I'm going to ask you one last question just before we finish up. Before I do, I just want to thank you as the listener listening to this. I know there's lots of places you can put your attention and I really thank you for putting it with Boostly. So yeah, thank you so much. And if this, if you've learned something as I have on this podcast, please do share it with other people within the industry, other hosts, because they'll get value out of it as you have done. So Sam, that leaves us with the last question. Uh, that last question is one we love to end on, which is there a motto, mantra, or piece of advice that you've had, uh, which resonates with you? Yeah. I think maybe more on a personal note, I think a big thing uh, that applies to what we're building, uh, I can apply to pretty much anything is like, and I'm pretty sure someone has coined this before, but it's just to be relentlessly curious. Uh, 
there's so much cool stuff happening. Like a lot of this is, uh, I'm marveled by, you know, what the capabilities are with AI and a lot of that channels into the product we're building and the way we talk to, but the biggest thing is just like, it's so much more uh, interesting to listen uh, and learn uh, from the people that have been in this space for a lot longer than me. You know, in some cases I talk to hosts that have been in a super host for a decade. I'm like, what am I doing telling you what you should do or what apps you should use? Uh, I think just being uh, super, just so much, so much of my uh, life's joys come from just curiosity and, and poking into things that, that pique my interest. So I just think staying curious is like, uh, without sounding too corny, I think that's like a big, big motto for me. I like it. Yeah. And it's a great way to, great sentiment to, to end on. So thank you so much for spending your time with us today, Sam. And thank you too for listening to this on the Boostly podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.